everybody. I'm Lena. Say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. We've been married for six years. No, it's not our first marriage. But hopefully it's our last. We're committed to making this one work. We will talk emotional baggage. Blended families. Love. Sex. Relationships. Life. We are here to help you with your baggage. So let's make sure that it fits in the overhead compartment. Because haven't we already paid enough? Life's too short to be weighed down by unchecked baggage. So sit back and enjoy the flight. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Unchecked Baggage. I'm Rob, and I'm sitting across from my sexy, busty, and amazing co-host, Lena. Hey, everybody. That's all you got to say? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did I catch you off guard with the word busty? Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. So uh, why don't you tell our 18 listeners about our contest, babe? I think we actually have more than 18, just 18 that show up in the first week of an episode being released. I know what to do next. <laughs> I was waiting for you to respond to me. <laughs> Boy, we're professionals. <laughs> okay, everybody. Remember, we're doing a contest and we need each of you to help. When we get to 100 downloads for our most recent episode, we're going to do a random drawing for anyone who has emailed us with a question or a comment on the show, or reviewed us on iTunes. Now, I know it sounds like a lot. A hundred listeners, that's a lot of people, but I think we can do it eventually. I mean, I know at least 15 people. I mean, doesn't somebody out there want a t-shirt? I'm sure lots of you want a t-shirt, right? We'll And we'll mail it anywhere in the world. Maybe even a coffee cup. Don't overpromise. Okay. Sex toy? No, no. <laughs> Unchecked Weird. baggage sex toy. <laughs> Ew. We could put our pictures on it. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. Oh, uh, okay. But if you really, really do, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We'll do whatever. We don't care. Okay. So here's what you do. First, you email us at unchecked.af at gmail.com with a relationship advice question, a topic that you'd like us to cover on the show, or commentary about how much you love the show. Number two, review us on iTunes and give us five stars. Number three, tell your friends to listen. This is the important part, you guys. Tell your friends to listen. The faster we get more listeners, the sooner we do the giveaway. So share us on social media. Once we get to 100 downloads for our most recent episode, we will make a video of us doing our drawing using a random number generator and post it. If you email us and review us on iTunes, you get added to the drawing twice. The only restriction is that direct family cannot win. Awesome. Good job, babe. Thanks, honey. Okay, everybody. So today's episode is going to be about romance. Okay. Also, don't forget the drinking game we play. And when I mispronounce a word or say it wrong, everybody take a drink. And there's a lot of big words in this episode. So it's going to be a lot of <laughs> drunk people at the end of this. Sure. <laughs> Dang. I should have brought my drink. <laughs> we can't, we can't get too drunk while we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to hear me. It'll sleep. make less sense than it already does. Slurring my way through the episode. <laughs> All right, so I found a great definition on Urban Dictionary for romance. It's a little bit long, but I think it's a pretty damn good one. So it goes like this. True true romance is doing something special or unexpected for someone you love, even though you don't have to. Romance isn't a greeting card. It isn't Valentine's Day. It isn't a book of a box of chocolates. And it certainly isn't a dozen roses, unless you like that sort of thing. Real romance is not what modern society has been taught to think it is. Real romance isn't manufactured. It is completely individual, 
Romance is for showing the person you love that you are thinking about them. It shouldn't feel forced. There are no limits to romance. It can be shown by a handwritten note, by going to, for a walk, or even by making someone a sandwich. Yes, a sandwich. Romance is something simple and sweet that reminds your partner why they fell in love with you in the first place. So what do you think about that, babe? I think that's a great definition. I think it's right. I mean, it's not just giving somebody a rose and, yeah, saying, oh, look at me, how romantic I am. got your rose. I think real romance, in my opinion, is showing someone that you care about them over and over and over on a regular basis. Right. Not just on special days. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. If it's just a special day, then that's not really romantic. That's just kind of like something you have to do. Because your your partner is expecting romance on the special days, right? They're Mm -hmm. expecting something romantic. Yeah. So the key and the people that are really romantic do it when there's no reason to do it. Right. Like like me. Yes. Like you. Unlike me. (laughs) (laughs) You're romantic. So, all right. So we took a how romantic are you quiz. Um, The quiz is in the show notes. I answered A in 13 of the 15 questions. So it says that I am a person who tends toward romance and being romantic. You like the idea of love and the gestures and feelings that come with it. You make romantic experience a priority and feel most fulfilled when you and your partner are creating those experiences. While very romantic people are passionate, creative, and often joyful, they can have moments where the fantasy of a situation leaves them disappointed. I do that sometimes. Plan things that are very last detail, and when it doesn't go right, sometimes I sulk and be upset about it, you know, because I'm thinking, no, oh, I'm being so romantic, I'm going to get a little loving tonight, and it doesn't work out that way, and sometimes I get, act like a baby, so um, <laughs> I'm trying to be better about that. You seem to think about things a lot, like plan plan out all the details. And- I, I, I do, I do. It's, it's weird, like I'll say, okay, so I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'll get home, and she'll be all happy. And I'll walk in the door and she'll just jump on me and then we'll have passionate sex. <laughs> then I come home, you're cooking dinner. I was like, Hey, give me a kid. Oh, I've been cooking dinner all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've gotten a lot better about that. I would, I would usually just go sulk, you know, now I don't sulk as much. You big baby. Okay. On the quiz, I got more B's. So mine says, you have your romantic moments and allow yourself to feel and experience romance. You have been known to initiate romantic activities and would likely welcome a partner who enjoyed these types of gestures. You may make romance a priority during sentimental times, or perhaps you sprinkle little bits of it into various moments in your life. I think that's pretty spot on for me. Yeah, I think so. I think that you have... um become more romantic since I met you. Really? I think so. Oh, I feel like mm-hmm. I've become less romantic because I think I rely on you for all the romance stuff because you're so good at it that I just kind of take a back seat and I'm like, huh, Rob's got this handled. <laughs> your, your romantic gestures are more well-planned and thought out. Mine are kind of herky-jerky, you know, play it by ear kind of thing afterwards. Yours, you have yours planned out way better than me. Mm. And yours are more, you know, Home runish. Mine are like singles and doubles. There's like home <laughs> runs and grand slams. So, but you, your um, volume is so much higher than mine. Well, that's true. That yeah. I mean, you couldn't expect to have the same batting average. That would be awesome <laughs> if I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. I do more, but yours are good too. All right. So, 
is romance really that important? So I found this article in marriage.com by Rachel Pace, quote, it is the vital fuel that keeps a relationship moving forward. It keeps a relationship lively, exciting, and meaningful. Romantic gestures by your partner make you feel desired, loved, and cared for. They remind you that your partner has not only chosen you, but appreciates your presence in their life. Aw. Right? Yeah. I think that's accurate. Yeah, it is the fuel that keeps a relationship moving forward. I agree. I mean, for a lot of people, okay, so I throw a disclaimer out there. There are some people that are just not romantic, doesn't appeal to them, etc. Right. This episode is not for you if you're (laughs) one of those people. You can listen to it, though. (laughs) Or at least download it, please. (laughs) So, and I think what that means basically is, um, let's just say you are married and your wife stays home all day and takes care of the kids and you come home from work and you have little things for her. Like, Hey, here's some flowers. Hey, here's some whatever here. I know you like this kind of wine or whatever. You bring that stuff home with no expectations that just tells her, Oh, he's thinking about me. He appreciates what I do. Yes. Or if you come home and say, babe, let me take care of the dishes tonight or let me run you a bubble bath. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's perfect. So why is the romance gone? And what do you mean by that? Where, who in a relationship, if it's gone. Okay. So, so like they used to have romance and, and now, now they don't when they first met. Yeah. They get ro- Everybody's romantic when they first meet. Yeah. So let's assume that this is for the people whose romance is gone. Okay. okay. So why is it gone? Don't ask me so many questions. <laughs> when you first meet someone, you're both trying to please each other. So you go out on your way to be romantic. It's natural for the romance to wane in a relationship unless one of you is more naturally romantic, like me. Then it never wanes. Okay. So what can happen if there is no romance? All right. First, not being romantic doesn't mean that they don't love you. Like I said earlier, they want you and may not feel like they have to try as hard, but it could lead to you feeling insecure about your your appearance. Maybe you think, oh, he don't he doesn't want to do nice things for me because I gain weight or whatever it is. I don't, you know, it could be anything. Maybe you had kids you had and kid, now yeah. you've got stretch marks. Right, I love stretch marks, by the way. Especially if your <laughs> especially if your body has changed. Like you might think to yourself, does my partner not find me attractive anymore? Especially if there's a lack of romance and sex. Okay. Also, it could lead to thoughts about them cheating. So if you meet somebody and at the beginning they were really romantic and they were all over you and blah, 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 then it wanes. I like that word wane. It wanes off. You might start thinking, is he cheating on me or are they cheating on me? Is she cheating on me? Because they don't do little things for me like they used to before. I think that it's natural for romance to wane in a relationship as your lives change. You know, if you end up having, you know, you don't have any kids when you get together and then you have kids and you're busy or maybe you get busier in your career and you've got more stress. Um, I know that for me personally, the more stress I have, the less romantic I feel Mm -hmm. for sure. So, um, most people like that. Yeah. I I think that you really sometimes have to work at it. I think we're conditioned to think that once you find someone and you get married or you just, you know, find the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, that it, it's going to be one romantic day after another because we're going to live happily ever after. Right. 
And, and that's not the way it is. No. I mean, I think logically we know that, but I think emotionally we're conditioned to think that life is just romantic automatically. And you don't realize that that's another thing that you just have to put work into. You have to think about it and you have to really make an effort to let the person that you're with know how much you care about them. Right. Also, being romantic is not necessarily about having sex. Okay. It's, it's, that's an added bonus. If you're romantic and ends up with sex, that's great. Um, but if every time you're romantic, your partner thinks you want sex, then that's just going to add on to the stress of the whole situation. Like we talked about another episode, I think it was sexual compatibility mm-hmm. when the other partner Sometimes a partner gets stressed out about knowing that other partner wants sex and that stresses out everything. Yeah. It makes you make want it, work, it right? even less because, you know, uh, he's just acting this way because he wants to have sex with right. me. So if you're, you need to be romantic without any expectations, start off small, you know, whatever it is, just say, just do something nice. Don't say anything. Just here, here's this, whatever it is you're going to do and don't expect anything over time. That will lead into sex and it'll be better sex. Okay. It will be better sex. I promise. You build up the anticipation. Yes, you build up the anticipation. And that person really appreciates you and says, let me return the favor. Okay. Doing this episode has really made me think about how unromantic I am on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're not. I've been thinking about it and I'm like, some of the little things that I used to do, I have not been doing. And this episode is helping me already because I need to change some of my behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. I look forward to that then. <laughs> so I, I think, I think what it is is most people are romantic on their anniversary, the partner's birthday, Valentine's day, steak and blowjob day. Okay. And I bet <laughs> the you, this, big one. and I bet you that there's a lot of men out there whose women don't even tell them about steak and blowjob day. Okay. You told, you told me, I didn't even know it was a holiday until you told me. <laughs> So men, 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 there's a holiday on March 14th called Steak and Blowjob Day, which is your payback for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You're welcome. Rob and I have celebrated that day since we met. Mm-hmm. We even had waitresses right on our leftover containers, Happy Steak and BJ Day. So. <laughs> they did. So like I said before, if you remove the thought of the romance leading to sex, it'll make it better for everybody because both partners will be relaxed. The husband or the wife or whoever brings something home. Here you go. I got this for you. Enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. Give her a kiss. Give them a kiss. What do you want to do? And then do go on about your night. And Mm -hmm. sooner or later, they'll start doing stuff for you and it'll just be, Hey, it's Valentine's day. Big deal. We do this all the time. Right. Yeah. And I think you have to know what your partner finds romantic. Right. You know, I mean, because everybody's love language, of course, is different. So um, I know we didn't plan this, but what are the types of things that I could do for you that would make you feel (laughs) the most romantic or like our relationship is the most romantic? (laughs) You really want me to answer that question? Never mind. I know what you're going to say. (laughs) To me, it would be just, you know, something thoughtful that I wouldn't do for myself. Right. You know, okay. buying me clothes mm-hmm. or just taking me somewhere, going for a drive or wearing something sexy when I got home, maybe being a doctor. 
I don't know. Okay, so I have some ideas right here of some romantic gestures that I got that you can do. Okay, so the first one, which is weird, all the show notes, it has all the links to all these articles. So this one said, make them a sandwich. Okay, which I thought that's kind of a weird thing to be romantic. But I'm not talking about the, I'm talking about the perfect sandwich with just the right amount of ingredients. Okay. What, you know what your partner likes? You make that sandwich, cut it in half or cut the crust off for them or make a little heart shape, whatever. Feed them. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to make a sandwich. You think about it. But what if you just, um, you know, make them a sandwich on a regular basis? Just a plain old regular sandwich. Is that not romantic? No, this romant this sandwich has to be made with all the ingredients of a sandwich: lettuce and tomatoes, whatever they like. You put it all on a sandwich, cut it in half, cut the crust off. Okay. So I to guess. be a, a Rob approved romantic sandwich, it has to have all the ingredients. It's got to have lettuce, tomatoes, and onions <laughs> on it. Spicy mustard. Okay, can't just be peanut butter and jelly. Okay, got it. Okay, this is an easy one. Send flowers just because. Okay, so me, I always send flowers to you when we first met. I don't do as much as I did. Before, when you started a new job, I sent you flowers. Every time, you guys, every place I work, when I first start working there, Rob always sends me flowers. Mm -hmm. And the reason why he does it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Tell him. Is to let everyone know that she's taken. That's right. Marking my territory. (laughs) I can't go over there and piss on the ground. So I send you flowers to make sure. Although one time I sent you flowers. And I wrote a sexy note. Oh gosh, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> and the and the florist lady probably did it on purpose. She left the note out so that everybody could read it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you like that one. Yeah, it said uh, something about me dropping my panties. Yeah, something about that. Yeah. I, I think it said something along those lines, and that was whenever it was a little nursery rhyme I wrote. Yeah, and, I had only worked at this place a couple of months, mm-hmm. and the security at the front desk called me to pick up the flowers and the note was just out there for everyone to see. Sorry about that. It was <laughs> so when you send your wife flowers to work, you get extra bonus points, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. It is nice to be the woman in the office with, with the flowers. flowers. Mm-hmm. What about men? Do men like flowers? Uh, I liked it when you sent me those cookies at one time. Mm-hmm. And if you send flowers and they say, Oh, your husband sent you flowers. What's the occasion? And you say, there's no occasion. He just sent me flowers. Bam. Mm-hmm. They're going to go home to their husband and say, Lena's husband sent her flowers for no reason. How come he never sent me flowers? <laughs> going to start a chain reaction. A couple of times I've had to say, well, Rob's trying to get out of the doghouse right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the doghouse a couple of times. Okay. Another one you can do is send a flirty text. You know, it doesn't have to be sexual. It can just be say, hey, you look good this morning when I left work or what are you wearing? Or I miss your lips, you know, stuff like that. You do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I do miss your lips. Um, remind them how special they are. Everyone loves to hear those things. So what I mean by that is just say, hey, I appreciate what you do. If they did something special, even if they don't, I appreciate you taking the kids to school. I appreciate you cooking dinner. I appreciate you doing my laundry. I appreciate you keeping the house clean. Whatever, you mm-hmm. know, just stuff like that. Going a long walk. Usually when you go on a long walk, you talk. Mm-hmm. Walks are good, mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, you get you're not looking at your phone, you're not watching TV, you're actually forced basically to interact with each other. Although I do see a lot of people walking while they look at their phone. Yeah, that's weird because I'm waiting for them to run into somebody. <laughs> well, whenever I go with the kids, we we're playing Pokemon Go. So oh, Jesus Christ! 
Okay, watch watch the sunset. Okay, if you throw on a beach, even better. But anywhere, there's a sunset everywhere. So find a place, drive, sit on your car, get a blanket, just watch the sunset. There are some places where there's no sunset, Rob. Where? I don't know, that place in Alaska where it's dark for like months at a time. Okay, well, (laughs) the places where there's sunset, go there. All right, uh, do the chores for a week. Okay, don't make a big deal about it. Just do it. Don't say anything like, hey, I'll do the dishes, I'll do the laundry, whatever, for a whole week, okay? You know, one of the things that you did for me one time that was, it it made me feel so cared for, which basically turned it into a romantic thing, is whenever we went on vacation to Tennessee with two of the kids. Mm -hmm. And your mom. And No, this wasn't whenever we went with mom. This was um, the last time we went. We just had two of the kids with us. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and you basically told me just relax, Mm -hmm. just go sit out on the porch with wine and I'll take care of all the things. Like the whole time we were there, he would, I mean, I'm saying, I don't know if I'm talking to you or talking to the audience, (laughs) but (laughs) we don't have an audience. You're talking to me. (laughs) So whenever you, um, you're just like, I'll cook dinner, I'll clean up. I'll do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I had been so stressed out at work. It was so nice just to be able to sit and watch the sunset, drink a glass of wine, or read a book, and not have to worry about anything. It was amazing. I'm glad you liked that one. Very romantic. And that was uh, just one of those things. Like, I didn't... I knew we were on vacation, so you're going to be in vacation mode, which means more sex for me anyway. So <laughs> I didn't even do it for that reason. So I just, that was just, I could tell you were stressed out. So just a little stuff like that. You know, if you know your partner, those little things like that can go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you can do is take them to the place of your first date and try to reenact that. Like, for, oh. remember that time we went to, uh, our first date was at Razoo's, mm-hmm. remember? And I think it was our fifth year anniversary of meeting. Yes, it was, because I'm never wrong. We went back to the same Razoo's and we got the exact same table. That part was just a fluke. That was weird. Well, I would have asked for it if they wouldn't have sit us there, but they just happened to sit us in that same chair and that was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was really neat. We even reacted our, our first kiss too. <laughs> so. Right. Um, candles, candles, candles. Okay. What's more romantic than candles? Candles are so romantic. I love having candles burning in the bedroom. So if you want something to buy your partner, buy some candles, light candles, and just have candles lit all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, bedroom, living room, kitchen, just have candles, nice scented candles. Yeah. And even if it's not like for quote unquote romance, um, they're very relaxing. They are. Okay. Another thing you do is hold their hand. Okay. Now that one sounds really simple but it's very loving Mm -hmm. because if you think about when you first start dating what's one of the first things you do hold hands hold hands put your arms around each other Mm -hmm. okay not very many people go on a first date and the very first thing they do is kiss maybe i don't know they're on tinder or whatever but (laughs) if it's a date date usually you know you walk to a restaurant you walk somewhere and you hold their hand Mm -hmm. that's like okay so far she's accepted me then it's an arm around each other Okay, then you move in for the kiss. I love whenever we hold hands. It it always tells me that, look, my husband is so proud to be seen with me. Hmm? He wants to hold my hand. In public. Right. Yeah, I like it too because you make my hands look bigger because my hands are so tiny. 
<laughs> I think I actually make your hands look smaller because <laughs> my hands oh, are right. so big. That's right. Opposite <laughs> way. All right. So uh, another one is number 11 is go to a drive-in movie. Okay. Remember when you were a teenager, how fun that was? Like you just go to a drive-in. A lot, a lot of our listeners may be younger and they don't remember drive-in okay. movies. Well, the drive-ins are making their way back. So basically what I drive a movie is you take your car to the movie theater. You pay your $18 or whatever it is. Use this per car or per person. And you watch the movie from in your car. And that's romantic because you can cuddle and you're just in a different environment. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's nostalgic for some of the older people like me because there's not very many drive-ins anymore. And the, and now the food and stuff is way better. Oh yeah. The drive-in no beer. If, if you have a drive-in within an hour driving distance of you, you and you haven't done it yet, you should, should definitely do it. Cause like the drive-ins near our house, they're really neat. They've got, they, now they have bars. And so right. you can, you know, get a glass of wine or a glass or a beer, I guess. And, um, the food's better than it used to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and if you want to sit in the car, bring some chairs and to put the chairs behind your car and mm-hmm. pop the trunk and listen to it. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I like, I like drive-ins. Me too. Um, another thing you can do is take a dance class or pole dancing classes together. I don't want to do pole dancing, but I would love to take like a salsa class. I've or been something checking on that. You. That'd be fun. I need to do private salsa lessons. I don't want to do lessons in front of other people. Why? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> That's just, okay with me. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a private. For one reason, I can't dance that well, and I don't want people looking at us like, oh my God, look at that. They really do need to take lessons. Okay. You're there to take the lessons. I know, but I just don't want to take dance lessons in front of people. Okay. Plus, if it's private, we can get more, you know, up and grindy. No, you still have salsa. an instructor. So, okay. <laughs> cook dinner from scratch. So, have we done that before? We cooked dinner, but. What do you mean? I mean we like always cook dinner no, from together, scratch. From scratch, from scratch, like everything is made, nothing's bought, but from scratch. That's the only way I cook. Okay, well, do it together. Uh, you're you the know. one that buys the pre chopped onions. <laughs> I don't like to cry. Well, that's a lie too. I do like to cry. Um, so yeah, this, so this is just like to, like together. You no, know, maybe that's your date. Cook dinner, plan it out. Each person cook something, cook together, light the candles, drink your wine or whatever like that. I love it when we cook together yeah. when we're not in a hurry, you know, when it's on the weekend. I don't like weeknight cooking at all, but I don't either. Weekend cooking. So. I don't either. I'm not cooking on the weekend. Okay, I'm going to picnic to a nice park. So that's another thing. That's like going to a drive-in, going for a walk. Unless you live in Texas in August, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, Texas has two seasons, summer and not summer. Yeah, you Um, should really try to plan your picnic in like February, March. Yeah. Whenever the weather is not unbearable. I guess you go on on a picnic and eat in your car. You know, like yeah. we did that date night one time where we watched a movie during COVID. Mm-hmm. Remember? I took yeah. on a date night to the movies in the car. We watched <laughs> it, a DVD. That was fun. <laughs> Until the DVD wouldn't work. <laughs> that was all planned so we could make out. <laughs> I know. All right. So the last thing would be take a bubble bath. Okay. Turn out the lights and light some candles, make a nice bubble bath and just sit in the bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Either facing each other or 
one behind the other and just drink some wine or play some music or whatever and just take a nice long bubble bath. That's another time it's good to just like talk, you mm-hmm. know, talk about things you wouldn't normally talk about. So a lot of these, mo- well, most of these are also conversations. Mm-hmm. You're cooking dinner, you're talking about stuff. Um, if you're making a sandwich in front of them, you're talking about stuff. So mo- a lot of this stuff is not just dating, but it's also communicating with each other and talking. That adds to the romance too. Right. I I feel so much more connected to you whenever we talk about things that are not just, you know, what's the schedule for this week or what, what are you, you know, what are you cooking for dinner or you right. know, those kind of things. And, and one thing that's not on this list I just thought of is a couple of times where we've been, we've gone to a hotel and I was like, hey, I want you to think of three questions. Did I say three? <laughs> God, I was already drunk probably. When you think of three questions to ask each other, remember? Mm-hmm. And it was just like totally random questions that nobody, we didn't know which one was going to ask what. And even though we've been together for a while, we still learned about each other. That was nice. I like that. We, we need to do that again. Okay. We will. So what do you think about my list? Anything you want to add? Um, I don't really have anything to add. I mean, you, you're so good at the romance thing. You're, you're really, really good at it. I'm glad that I have you because it keeps me interested. (laughs) That's why I do it. Yeah. I mean, I I get, I mean, just in life in general, I think there's something wrong with me. Maybe there's a a disorder or something that's gone undiagnosed with me, but I get bored very quickly in life. I mean, I've gone through husbands. I've Mm -hmm. gone through cars because Mm -hmm. I get bored. You know, I mean, you're the only man that I've ever been with that, has kept me interested. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of the, my romance tendency or romantic tendencies is part of my, um, I want to call it, well, sex addiction, sex addiction, addiction that I had before. So before I would just want to have sex, have sex, 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 sex. So part of how I overcompensated now for not trying to get rid of that addiction is by being more romantic so that I don't have to beg for sex all the time, ask for sex all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I, I turn that being romantic into my so you've like sexual di- drug. Diverted your energy yes, into something to being romantic. That's a little more healthy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having sex is pretty healthy. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's with your wife, yes. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll talk about those things later in another episode about my. Not having sex with my wife. Yeah. Not me. He's not talking about me. <laughs> All right. So now, Lena, are you ready for the question? What's the question, Rob? What is the most romantic thing I've ever done for you? <sighs> That's hard. I've, I've put some thought in this because you luckily gave me a heads up that we were going to, that you were going to spring this question on me. Yes. You've done a, so much romantic stuff. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, there's that one time, I think I've actually mentioned it on an episode before, where you bought the tickets to the musical Dirty Dancing, because you know that's my all-time favorite movie mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And um I know that you had no interest in going to see a musical, but you did it because you love me and you know that I would love it. Right. So that's one of my favorite things. And then another thing that, to me, for some reason, it was the most romantic t- 
time we've ever had was whenever you rented that cabin. It was just the cabin for the two of us. And it was so cold because it was right after our freeze last year. It was like towards the tail end of that. And so it was cold and we were in a cabin by ourselves for the whole weekend. We didn't really do anything. Oh, broken bow? Yeah. We didn't really do anything for the weekend um, other than um, we did those questions Remember, we had the box mm-hmm. with the questions, and um, and we cooked. I made you steak. Yes. Oh, my God. That was the best, mm-hmm. best steak. Um, I think that was my favorite so far. Okay. I remember that. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. I think the weather added to it, just being so cold, so it made it feel like a cozy cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Not the cabin in the woods, <laughs> but cozy cabin in the woods. Right. Okay. So... Knowing that you're really the romantic one in this relationship, um, what's the romance, most romantic thing I've ever done for you? Okay, so as we first met. So it's I, been a really long time is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after we first met, before we were married, um, I was talking to you about how much I liked uh, or talking to you about this place called Bob's Steakhouse. And which like is one of the best steaks in the country. Okay, Bob's mm-hmm. Steakhouse. If you haven't been there, you need to try it. Um, and then one day you texted me and said, "Hey, I'm picking you up from work tonight and um, taking you somewhere." So not only did you pick me up from work, you brought me clothes. Okay, to me new clothes, new clothes, shoes, clothes. Still, did, I still didn't know where we we're going. Got us a room at the Omni in downtown Dallas because that's where Bob's Steakhouse is attached to, which I didn't know till we got there. Then when we checked in, they upgraded us to a suite that was all windows. Remember, it was all windows. Mm-hmm. And we can see it downtown Dallas. And then you took me to Bob's, and that's like, that's just it. <clears throat> because, sorry. When I said earlier about your romantic gestures are more thoughtful. Aw, babe. That's what I meant. Because you knew that was something that I had never done before because I couldn't afford it, really. I couldn't afford to spend $200 on steak. So um, that's really the best thing to <laughs> Why am I crying? That's like the best thing anybody's ever done for me, so. I might have done a thousand things for you, but it doesn't make up for the one thing that you did for me. So that's it. So it's confirmed. I've, I've only done the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only done one. I would like to say that, first of all, um, I love you and you're sweet. Um, but second of all, I, ha- I have not, for the record, only done one thing. No, no, you haven't. You've done, you've done more than one thing, but that was way better than anything I've ever done for you. I love you. And okay, so. Not. Oh, my eyes are burning. All right, so here's a fun fact. Did you know that hugs can reduce stress? I have read that before, yes. So researchers at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, found that couples who hugged for just 20 seconds at the end of the day had lower heart rates and blood pressure than couples who didn't, both of which are physiological stress reactions that could lead to heart disorders. We need to hug more often then. We do. We do. Yeah. we. I mean, well, we hug pretty often, but I think we need to make it a point to hug even more. We need to do some uh, 
hugs from behind also. <laughs> All right. So instead of a pun, I'm going to tell you a joke. Okay. okay. I'm ready. So this dad and his son are walking down the street going shopping. The son looks over and sees two dogs having sex. So the son looks at his dad and says, hey, dad, what are they doing? The dad's like, I don't want to lie to the kid. So I'm just going to say they're making puppies. So the kid's like, oh, okay. So later on that night, the kid walks in on the parents having sex. Dad jumps up, puts a towel around him, runs downstairs. The kid says, dad, what were you and mommy doing? And the dad looked at the son, thought about it for a second and said, hmm. We're making babies. And the kid said, well, can you roll her over? Because I want puppies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, um, we really appreciate you guys listening to the show. Um, hopefully, it's entertaining and gives you some ideas to be romantic. Please, people, tell, us, tell your friends about us. We need to grow our listening audience so that we can both retire. Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. Bye. See you next time. Thank you all so much for listening to us. For relationship advice or to tell us how great we are, please email us at uncheckedaf at gmail.com. We can also be found at uncheckedbaggage.co or on Facebook by searching at uncheckedaf. Our Twitter handle is at unchecked1 or search for Unchecked AF on Instagram. Thank you to Jessica at jessiebcreative.com for our awesome cover art. And thanks to everyone for listening to Unchecked Baggage and check, check your, your baggage, baggage at, at the, the door. door.